Some people claim that the atrocities we commit in our fiction are those inner desires which we cannot commit in our controlled civilization. So they are expressed instead through our art. I don't agree. I believe heaven and hell are one and the same. The soul belongs to heaven and the body to hell. Welcome to the Blasphemous Cinema Podcast. I'm your host, Jake, and of course, with me is my trustworthy host, Addison. How are you doing today, Addison? Just peachy. <laughs> that is great. That is great. And so, today, for our podcast, we'll be, we'll be covering the 1989 American experimental film, Begotten, um, which is written, produced, edited, and directed by Edmund Elias Marriage, which is a creation myth shot in all black and white with a very grainy, unorthodox black and white aesthetic to it. Um, so, Addison, did you want to just explain to the listeners what creation myth is? Creation myth, uh, first of all, I can't believe he did all that. I didn't know all that, that he was the editor. Right. He was. It's a lot of credits for one person. <laughs> I know. Um, basically, like a creation myth is just something that's passed on as an urban. Well, I guess it was an urban legend back then, but just from word of mouth about how in different cultures their life came to be. And there's basically a creation myth for any culture possible. Like you have Amaterasu for Japan and then the Norse mythology. There's even one for Thor and Odin and all of them, and then Babylonian even has one. It's, but this one's like a, I guess, kind of like a pseudo Christian book, a Genesis yeah. take on a creation myth, and it's basically yeah as gory as the other ones are too. Yeah, it's very, very gory, fucked up, and everything that we love to cover on this podcast. And cool tidbit. Before originally, um, marriage um, wanted it to be a um, a theater piece with dance and live musical accompanying accompanying it. That might have been better. Um, <laughs> you think so? <laughs> that would have been interesting, for oh, sure. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty. I thought it was pretty interesting to bring up just to get everyone's minds wrapped around about how like almost outlandish this film is but also how artistic and this guy was definitely he's definitely a smart dude who has a lot of great ideas but they don't pan out as great as we would expect it's funny though because like other like even old creationists just from written stuff they're all gory and graphic also so it's kind of it's yeah. not even out of place for what he was trying to do. It's just the, mm-hmm. I just feel yeah. like the way he executed it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, again, so Begun is a, a creation myth that was made in 1989. Um, and so basically it details um, God killing himself. Killing himself. <laughs> That's his credit. Giving birth. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the credit. God killing himself. That's the name of his character. That's the credit. <laughs> that's the name of his character, and giving birth to um, Mother Earth, the son of Earth, 
and then basically creation coming after that, um, after what that entails. And so this movie sits at a crisp 72 minutes. It was shot on a $33,000 budget estimate. Just longer than that. Um, it does at points. So, like, yeah, let's get to our... <laughs> before we discuss the, the whole film. $33,000. Oh, wow. Maybe yeah. that's why it looks like um, a Lumiere film. <laughs> you get that feel. I mean, that was obviously the purpose behind it. I mean, there's even a couple of shots, especially we'll get into it later, where it's like almost like the sun or the moon, and like everyone, all those mysterious figures are on like walking in front of its um, shape and outline. I thought that was a really cool shot. That very reminded me of Lumiere stuff. But um, yeah, so. Asin, why don't you kick off with your review real quick? Um, but I was I was very excited for this movie, but it did not it did not impress me as much as I wanted it to. It just I love creation and stuff, and I love it when people get artistic and metaphorical about that kind of stuff, especially when they use like gore and everything, because it always is fascinating to see how that plays out in the movie but this one just felt so tiresome at times and there were some points where it's it's filmed in such a way to where the quality of the film looks scratched up purposely and it really does look like some of the old like edison lumiere original video like films that they made when they first made a kinetoscope or whatever it was called but it's just there's, it's to the point where sometimes they'll be filming stuff in frames where you can't even tell what you're looking at. It's yeah. just, and yeah. you, and then they have it so oversaturated because he just had to have it monochrome. It wasn't mm-hmm. even like plain black and white. It was like straight monochrome where you barely even saw gray. It was either black or white. So it just made the yep. contrast even worse, which I get why he did it. But at the same time, it's just because... Oh, it just irked me because it was made in 89. So it's like, that means yeah. he intentionally did that. <laughs> that was yeah. not just the quality of the film. He went out of his way to make it look like that. Mm-hmm. So that kind of irks mm-hmm. me because I get you can you can have yeah. that low grade style without completely making it to where some parts of the movie, it's like, what am I looking at? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. But but yeah. to, to counter that, there are a lot of cool shots in the movie, and there's a lot of good visual storytelling. But whenever it's not using good visual storytelling, since there's no dialogue, it's you're you're staring at a whole bunch of blurry images and like pictures of yeah, just I don't even know some st- again. I don't know what some of the pictures were. It was yeah. weird. And uh, overall, I liked the story. I liked the concept that he was going for. I enjoyed that. It's just the the way he executed it is where he lost me a little bit. Yeah. And exactly as you said, like, you know, after I finished it, thinking back about how the story panned out, I'm like, I really love that idea. But you could actually probably tell that whole story in like a 30 minute narrative and it wouldn't be much different. Oh yeah. Some scenes drug out. Yeah. 
too. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes that go on for 10 plus minutes when they only need to be four, five minutes long. But overall, I mean, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Um, It's, I'm struggling with calling it pretentious because I feel like he did what he was set out to do, but it just didn't resonate with me as much as probably he wanted it to resonate with audiences. I think the use of obviously the monochrome and the way it was shot is really cool, but you have those moments like you had touched on where you don't even know what you're looking at. And like, what's the point here? Why is it dragging on so long? And it's, I just feel like it's not the point where I can call it pretentious, but I can just, it's not as great as he probably imagined it. (laughs) I'm I'm struggling in calling it pretentious because I truly don't feel like it's to that point because it does have some really great ideas and it has a lot of great um, narrative work behind it. It's just the way that the product that we got wasn't as good as it could have been. And it's all told through, like, like there's obvi- there's no dialogue in the whole film. All we have is the sound of what's going on. Crickets. Always, crickets, you will crickets. hear crickets till your ears fucking bleed throughout the yeah you will never want to hear crickets throughout again. the whole film you'll hear <laughs> you'll hear crickets the whole time and then literally probably only three times throughout the movie a low fi synth score i That's love it. the score though the... <laughs> it is it's so good it's so eerie i hated how much we didn't it's, hear it fits. <laughs> i know yeah he actually, I just I'm looking at this too. Marriage also did the cinematography, which makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think I rated it a three out of five. I know you had you gave a really good write up on it, and you gave it a two and a half out of five, which I feel like is right in perfect ballpark where I feel about this yeah, film as well. It's built so, right down the middle. Yeah, and. How would you um? How would you rate the, the the very gory and um, disturbing aspects of the film? Oh, I would have loved the gory, like disturbing aspects more if he didn't shoot. This is the problem that I had with this movie the most, minus like the just the look of it and the some of the needless cinematography. But there were some scenes where you could tell that they were re-rolled. Like you could literally tell it was uh-huh. he he showed you something happen and then you would see it play over yep. again. It wasn't the scene going yep. out; it was the same scene just played back again. So that upsets me uh-huh. because that means he drug it out even longer without even filming it naturally. He just sat there and just put the same scene in again after the other one was over. So you literally just saw the same scene twice looped over again, and it's kind of like, all right, so. It's not even like legitimate gore where I'm just seeing it just ooze out and everything naturally. You're just seeing it feels drug out and long because he's intentionally splicing it like that, which because that was what he I noticed it first with when God was cutting out his, I guess, intestine. I think that's what it was. Yeah, (laughs) I was. Yeah, yeah, it's his it's his intestines. Um, 
I almost like caught myself like actually like questioning myself. I'm like, wait, was that the same thing? Yeah, yes, you could was. see from the hand movements yeah. and everything. You saw it go up and then down, and then you saw something fall yeah. out, and then you saw the same go up, down, something fall out again gesture, and it was just like, yeah, he's just replaying the shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that that was the only thing that turned me off from the gory stuff because other than that, I kind of liked the way he had it set up to where God was like the alien queen, just basically sitting there trapped in one area, just stuck reproducing uh-huh. and, and same thing with the son of God, which he did the, the same shit where you see him sit there gargling and like being burst into form or whatever. You see the same yep. scene just spliced together over and over again. It's like, Oh my God, dude, you could have just filmed him sitting there shaking on the ground naturally and just showed the scene for as long as you just, intercut that same thing yeah so yeah the gore stuff all the gore stuff i noticed that he did it with every scene that involved gore in it same with the occultist sticking the organs in the things and mashing them down and then putting the rags over them or whatever is like their ceremony yeah. and and the violence against yeah. mother earth it was all just spliced together and played repeatedly so it was like I don't know. That's what that's one of the things that made it feel pretentious to me because he was like, oh, you didn't see it good enough. I'm going to show you the exact same scene again and again and again. Uh-huh. In case you're not getting it, I'm going to keep hitting you over the head with it instead of just okay. <laughs> that kind of stuff annoys. Yeah. Me. I mean, I thought the I thought the, the more gory aspects, they were ten. The, they weren't as bad as I thought they were going to yeah. be. They were tame, but also there was moments where you're just like, damn. Like, still, like, you know, that's fucked up. But still, yeah. On the tad bit of the same side, I felt like. But I felt like almost like he did what he wanted to do, and he didn't have to really go overboard in terms of what he was trying to portray. Um, I didn't feel like there was a need for much more of that a lot of the like the rape sexual assault and the murder and stuff i don't think that there was more needed i felt like it was about the perfect amount but probably could have went farther but in and of itself this stuff was still yeah the up. rape of mother Earth, um, very on the nose my guy <laughs> you didn't you yes, didn't want to play that yes. one subtly at all no um so those were kind of our reviews. Both of us kind of really mixed feelings and divisive about it. Um, so this is a part of the podcast where we will continue and discussing the film in depth in terms of its narrative. And so spoiler warning, if you have not seen run, this film, run for your lives, go, go <laughs> watch it if you want. And if you don't, if you want to endure the 72 minutes of, what we just described <laughs> stay around and listen to what we have to say um all right so spoiler warning here's your final warning all right so the film opens up i should also note this there's a lot of lanes landscape shots throughout the movie a lot yeah probably um, the best part and so yeah a lot of the landscape shots was kind of cool with with the way that he was trying to film it and stuff like that. I like that part. Um, but it opens up and you see, and we see a lake 
and then we turn to a cabin in the woods. Dun, dun, dun. And in that cab <laughs> in that cabin in the woods is um God killing himself. And he's trapped to a chair with drapes, white drapes over him with like a mask of sort. And he's just You wanna know what I blood. noticed though? The first thing I noticed. Oh, he was stuck what? in the chair and he was strapped down. He was hurling blood. But then all of a sudden he was cutting his stomach open. Where did he get the blade from? And how did he get loose? Ask Matt <laughs> yourself for how I'll, I'll call his him last up. name. I, I, I can't I'll call give him you up. that answer. Um, but yeah, you're right. Now that I think about that, I didn't. Yeah, you obviously don't see anything that leads you to believe that. Yeah. Um so he's hacking up blood. He's very estranged. He's very he looks very menacing and intimidating. He looks really disturbing. And so he's hacking up the blood like freaking convulsing in his chair and um next thing you know, he has a razor blade and he starts cutting out his intestines over and over again until the part where he actually yeah. dies. And he's covered from head to toe, so you don't um, see any of them. He's just all covered in white, but it's like... Awful. No. The only thing you see is, is actually shots of... extremely close-up yeah. shots of his eyes as the act is being... Like swiveling back and forth. And then, drawn out. Then he's like covered in blood, but yeah. he's like covered in this white outfit even his face he has like a mask on white drapery i don't even know yeah. what that mask yeah. is it all yeah. looks very dark and menacing and sinister which i loved um looked like a metal music but, video so he's yeah he's scraping through the wounds so he finally dies and you get this shot of his legs next thing you know all this stuff just starts pouring down onto his legs and I can't tell if it is shit or innards. Another scene that's re-rolled over and over again. Yes. <laughs> what did you think it was? I honestly at first thought I'm like, wait, is that shit? But then I'm like, that doesn't make sense the way he's sitting. That would probably yeah, just thought, be his innards. Yeah. I thought but it was no, just so what you you know, just gore, just blood, and just pieces of him and okay. stuff. I didn't think it was. Yeah, I didn't think it was shit. Because I mean, you know, it wouldn't. I mean, if that would come out to the back, I guess. I don't think. It would, I don't think yeah, it would fall yeah. down his leg yeah. from the front. But you know, I yeah. knowing this guy, he's so artistic. Yeah. There's no telling. Yeah. So then, after that scene plays out, a woman rises from behind the chair in more white drapes with a a um eyes white shut type of mask. She's just holding her boobs. <laughs> yeah, she's just holding her boobs up, looking around at the ceiling, walking around like weirdo. God damn and um hippie. that's what she looked like. <laughs> God damn fucking hippies. Yeah. <laughs> um then so we finally get the first part of our eerie synth score. And um, it goes, she goes to his body. She walks over to his body and she starts um, meddling 
with his penis. Um, he finishes and she um, rubs his semen on herself and her privates. Yeah. And we get some ex- extreme close ups <laughs> of it too. Um, yeah, it's all a very pleasant experience, as you can imagine. And so, we next thing you know, we get the, sh- the shot of an open field with a coffin that keeps on switching positions. And then we finally get to see her again, and she's pregnant. Um, walking now she's walking beside a pond um then we get introduced to mm-hmm. son of earth you want to talk to us about son of earth here edison i don't even know how long he spends convulsing on the ground but it felt like an eternity <laughs> but he's basically just like new this man and he's just i don't yeah. know what he's covered in either it's like it looks like White paint. It looks like he is like bomb. Yeah, it's he's very. It looks like he's very disformed. Got long ass fingernails. Looks like he's just can. Looks like the things from the descent. Looks like the little grim ones. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's just convulsing over over all over the place, and that's basically what he does. Exactly. Um, and he grumbles. Yeah. He's, that's the only so, noise you hear from a person the whole movie yeah. is him just... <laughs> <laughs> you do, too. And when I remember when... Funny note, I remember when I saw this thing on YouTube, I'm like, oh, I just want to make sure that it was the right movie. So, I, like, I skipped through it. And all I heard was that, like, grumbling. And I thought, like, those villagers were fucking eating him or something. But no, it wasn't. It was just yeah, freaking him. Yeah, just grumbling. And then they, like, surround <laughs> him. And then they yeah. start dragging him somewhere. And then we have to see that for okay, a while, so, too. Him just yeah. being dragged. Yeah. So these the figures um, come out of nowhere. Yeah, the faceless. They, um, they're draped individuals. Um they have like lanterns and trinkets. They um stru- they surround the body and they strap them to some rope and, and they yeah, take them with just them. the son of the, the son of earth <laughs> and just drag them up a hill and yeah. what they take them to like some like ceremonial ground and that's where they start doing all their occult shit. Yeah, and so you see this really big freaking bloody mass hanging out of his mouth and they take it from his mouth and they basically repeat the process which i mean i don't even know exactly what the process is but yeah it's just he just keeps on it's super intricate (laughs) giving it's keeps on giving this like freaking huge bloody mass out of his face and these freaking faceless draped individuals are so freaking fascinated by it. And um, so still tied to the ropes, they freaking tie him up on a cliff side where, um, you know, they go through the process again. And after some moments, um, person in a full white robe 
which is actually Mother Earth, puts a rope around his neck and just drags just, him through the just forest. Just kidnaps her son back. <laughs> he kidnaps, kidnaps her son back, just drags him through the forest, <laughs> still convulsing and everything. We get yeah, some honestly, really, give that actor we get some really cool being able to convulse that entire yeah. <laughs> runtime that he was in there. Yeah. He was probably paid 23000 of the 33000 The other 10000 went to making that. the camera film look like shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get actually get some really cool like close-ups and camera movements and camera edits around her dragging the son of Earth through the forest. Um, but... They get to this area, and some new mysterious figures come out of nowhere, and bludgeon the Son of Earth's head in two times, and decide to rape, mutilate, and assault Mother Earth. So I'm going to give this scene to you, Addison. You can explain this out. Uh, I know. I know. You see, like them literally smash his head in which i guess some i guess yeah. some of the money went to that too for a good prop unless they actually killed the son of earth cuz it did look realistic i was pretty impressed by that the way it crushed in and then yeah we have to sit through uh them like basically just doing all the horrible stuff that you see to mother earth and I'm kind of blanking right now. Don't they take him back to the faceless? The body? And that's when they start... Well, they take both. They take both bodies back and to they start these the grounds ceremony, where right? they chop up... Yes. So explain the ceremony. Oh, I was making sure I wasn't so. missing anything because you were like... No, no, playing the rape and everything. They, they basically just carry out with horrible acts yeah. against Mother Earth. Um, we get some like a cool shot at the end with like just like Mother Earth's like dead unrecognizable body like on the side of like old logs and stuff like that. It makes for like a cool That's shot. Um yeah. And but yeah, so they take their bodies back to a ceremonial place and, and then they Yeah, that? start cutting them up and start taking organs and stuff and putting them in I don't know if they're tubes or if they're like little cups or something. They have them placed all around the ground. They're like taking parts of them, organs and stuff, just placing them in there and then mashing them down with those, uh, God, what are they called? The things where they mix the spices and herbs and stuff. It looks like one of those where they're like mashing it in and they take the rags and put them on top of those and mash them on top. And they just repeat that process for a little bit because they keep showing that. Yeah, at the first part, at the first, um, at first, what happened when I first saw it, I'm like, wait, what is going on here? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, one of those things where you can't tell exactly what you're looking at at first, and then it just, yeah, yeah, it's it it's funny because we're literally almost pretty much entirely through the film, (laughs) but yeah, it's told it's told throughout this freaking over hour long time period 
but we probably just covered most yeah, of it. They just drug minutes. it out. Yeah, then when, after they complete yeah. the ceremony, and, they get rid of the bodies, and then it's just or what's left of the bodies, and then and then it just cuts to like a waterfall, like this little stream, the, and then it ends. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, we get the basically we see um life on Earth dying. Then after they had stuck the the body parts and all that stuff back into the earth. Um, you see life regrown and the waterfall and all that stuff like that. So it's basically then that's how it Which ends. is the basis of um, most ancient creation myths. Like Amaterasu, for example, when they killed the fertility god, her body like decomposed and then all this plant life and vegetation grew out of her. It's like that for almost yeah. all creation myths where they cut off pieces and do like even Kronos in Greek mythology, Athena was born from his castration, his balls getting cut off and falling in the ocean. And she was like born from semen foam from the ocean. So it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it kind of yeah. follows that pattern of just using the actual bodies of the divine for the, for the sacrifice and all that, which again, I love the idea. It's enjoyable. Just should have done it better. It's a very, very cool idea. And honestly, I mentioned this to Addison before. I don't, I'm surprised no one has tried to remake this film yet. Um, it has a decent cult following behind it. And, um, I feel like someone would probably be able to tell this story and with like the aesthetic in mind that he had made um, into a better product. I feel like that. I don't feel like that's far fetched in any means. I feel like this movie could be a lot better. And I was like you, I was very excited for it, but we just got something that was kind of just average and, just another average freaking <laughs> fucked up movie, which is yeah, a lot just, of them. I don't know. That's how, yeah, that's how I feel. It felt like it did lean too much on the uh, just the over drawing out of it. Because you know he made another film that was about the birth of human yeah. consciousness called like The Den of Celestial Yeah, Birds it was like whatever. in two thousand six. Yes, which um I haven't. I watched it after I watched about, The Guy, but. Yeah, it's only fourteen. Oh, minutes. you did? You want to talk? Well, oh, you well, want to talk? I was going to say it's a, it's only fourteen minutes long, and he did that in a short film, and I don't understand why he didn't make Begotten into like a shorter film. Yeah, because I film. feel like Begotten yeah. would have actually been a lot better if it was shorter, so you didn't feel like you were wasting so much uh-huh. time seeing scenes repeated over, and also seeing some yeah. stuff that you couldn't even identify or understand what you were looking at. Yeah. And God, it's just uh, because it was such a good idea. But the thing, the reason I don't think it can be remade is because it's such a personal film to the director, and it's so artistic that I feel like if anyone else tackled it, it wouldn't be a remake because it would. I feel like it would come out completely different than what he made. Even if it's called Begotten, it would just Uh play out so much differently. Yeah, and like almost like. I would feel like it could be almost, to your point, a 
stalker to annihilation type of um type of like transformation annihilation takes a lot of ideas from Andre Ternas Tar- how how do you pronounce his name Tar- Tarkovsky's um stalker and reworks it into um Gar- Andrew Garland takes it and reworks it into his own film um and I feel like that could be a very possible yeah like a spiritual ability or like a spiritual remake yeah a spiritual yeah a reworking per se um pretty much like what um Luca Guanino did with Suspiria I feel like that could be very much in play which I would I would like to see um, but we're just saying here, talking about an average disturbing movie, and that's it. This podcast wasn't long; it didn't it didn't take much. The movie take, didn't, it didn't take long me. to discuss it because it was so. It didn't me either. Like I mean, there was fucked up things, and I thought that they were fucked up. Um, but afterwards, like I just went about. My night, and I played Animal Crossing. Oh God, he's an Animal Crosser, everybody. <laughs> I am. I am. You should be playing Doom Eternal. Um. So yeah. So did I. I already finished it, dude. Me and you both did. Me and you both did. We have um, to talk about the So yeah. Though. Um. With our. Oh yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me of that. Um. So the film had opened up with um, some quotes, and the first quote had said, language barriers, photographers, diary makers, you with your memory are dead, frozen, lost in a present that never stops passing. Here lives an incantation of matter, a language forever. Like a flame burning away the darkness... Life is flesh on bone, convulsing above the ground. See, does that not scream pretentious? <laughs> it's pre- it, more times going by, and I'm starting to buy into pre- the pretentious, um, the pretentious label. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much that's pretty much the freaking whole, especially with life is flesh on bone convulsing above the ground that's pretty much a lot of the movie and i thought it was i liked I love it the quote. i love it I just, um i just don't think he did the quote justice yeah. that he put before the movie <laughs> yeah I thought it was going to be a lot. Once I saw that quote, I'm like, oh, shit, let's go, man. I'm so pumped up for this. And the opening scene happens. I'm still with, I'm rolling with the punches. And then it plateaus. It gets average fast. after that. Um, yeah. Um, for our next, um, for our next podcast, we will be covering. Don't go inside the house. Don't go inside the house. It is a... One second. 
Don't Go Inside the House is a 1979 horror slasher film. Um, centered around a um, a killer who is obsessed with fire. Um, and later in his life, after um, being assaulted, abused by his parents, he stalks women and kills them with flamethrowers. So that'll be very, it's going to be very interesting. I love how it's tool of choice really for that. Flamethrower. So it's not very subtle for a serial killer. Oh, yeah. That's no. No, it's that's that's very overboard, and I'm totally with it. And I've heard great things about it. And hopefully, it'll be it, a lot better than this. Movie. But just imagine. And hopefully, it'll be a lot just more imagine fun. Yeah, no, I haven't being seen the anything. neighbor next to that house, and you just see like this burst of light come out the living room every so often. You're just like, "What the fuck is going on over there?" <laughs> or just like, like the basement window every once in a it's while. Like every two nights, he's, he's doing going something up. with fucking flames over there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what we'll cover on our next pod. Thank Sorry you guys it was so for short, but it was a seventy-two minute movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was this podcast was gonna be a tad bit longer. I knew it was gonna be short, but yeah, it didn't. It didn't last long. Um. Thank you guys for listening. Have yeah, a great rest of your life. day, night, whenever you listen to this. When you listen to this, um, yeah, we, um, me and Edison, um, didn't really wrap up the last podcast in a timely manner, so <laughs> we are going to do that here. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. Have a good day. Whatever. Thank you for listening. All that Bye. good jazz. We'll see you next time.